it's Karen. And first of all, I want to thank you for being a proactive parent and always taking the time to take the action, to get the resources you need to get the very best results for your child and to give them the absolute quality of life that they deserve. Autism, we know, can be a symptom, not a diagnosis, and it can be a symptom of something underlying, such as toxins, pathogens, infections, and a compromised immune system, inflammation on the brain. All of this comes from multiple issues going on. It's not just one thing. It's not just the gut. It's not just diet. There's a lot to it. And I am excited to be offering you a free three-hour live virtual autism recovery masterclass that will be on January 8th. And the registration is open for it now. Please go to naturallyrecoveringautism.com forward slash masterclass and register for it. And feel free to share it with anyone you know who could utilize these resources as well, because there are a lot of parents out there like you and like I was searching for things to help them streamline the process and get the thorough A to Z so nothing important gets left out. Again, go to naturallyrecoveringautism.com forward slash masterclass, and I look forward to seeing you there. Today, we're going to talk about something I refer to as the elephant in the room. There are a lot of issues that we work with uh, with our children with autism, but one of them is anger. And anger and autism are very commonly coexisting. And it can be very isolating for us as parents to be at home with them, working with that child who is, is uh, even violent at times. And as the boys especially get bigger and the girls, then it can actually feel a little dangerous at times. And so I'm here to help share some solutions with you about bringing some peace back into the family and helping you understand why some of these issues might be going on in the first place, because it helps us to understand that our children aren't just being bad. They don't want to just scream and have tantrums because they're being ornery or there's something, you know, defiant about them specifically in their behavior. It's that they can actually have defiant behaviors as a symptom of autism and they can actually have a lot of anger and irritability. And this is because there are a lot of underlying health issues, as you've heard me talk about before, with gut, liver, toxicity, co-infections. So we're going to talk about that today and give you some natural solutions to help because I want you to understand that there are solutions. And this is really important, right? Because your child can be calm. And I've helped so many parents worldwide now who say, oh my gosh, Karen, from the things that you shared with me and, and uh, my child used to be so wild, have tantrums, be screaming all day. And now they're so calm and relaxed. And I have to tell you that that is my personal story as well. My son today is the most easygoing, nicest guy you could ever meet. Years ago when he was a child and he still had his symptoms of autism and they were in full force, boy, was it difficult. And I'll just tell you that flat out, you're not alone in this. And I want you to understand that, you know, a lot of these children have these issues and that they can be resolved. So let's talk about some of those issues. Um, again, uh, it can be anger and impulsive type of behaviors. And these are all things that are taking place in the brain, but we're going to go into some of the causes. It does not mean, of course, that all children on, on the autism spectrum have anger issues, but many do. And when they do, it's difficult for the entire family to deal with. And again, it can be scary. 
Some parents live with extreme fear for their well-being and safety of the others in the house, siblings, and uh, maybe fear about the future, you know, especially as the child grows older and bigger and can be strong, much stronger and can become more dangerous. And as it turns out, there are several possibilities for issues of anger or violent episodes in children and adults on the autism spectrum and not on the autism spectrum. I'd like to put out this as well. Uh, neurotoxic foods such as monosodium glutamate, MSG, uh, food dyes, certain things we'll talk about today, those are known to actually cause issues of anger. But also we're going to look at things like head injuries. It is very common that there can be a head injury um, or that there can actually be a brain tumor sometimes. Now, I don't want you to get scared with that one, but it is very commonly found for issues of anger and excessive rage that sometimes with a brain scan, you can find that there is actually a small tumor that can be resting on part of the brain that could be causing these issues. Uh, also a head injury. Now my background is craniosacral therapy, which means I work on the bones of the head to help balance the brain. Because when the bones on the head are out of place, and this is very common and they're very easily destabilized, they're meant to move and have shock absorption, you know, be able to, to be flexible. And that's because it's protecting the brain. All of those bones have to have a natural flexion and extension type of motion that we call that in craniosacral therapy so that it helps the brain to function at optimum. Now, when those bones get out of place, they can then cause the brain to basically malfunction. It can't function properly. So craniosacral work, I'm going to link to in the show notes, but can be very, very helpful for calming, especially the bones around the ears called the temporal bones. And actually I will link to a video that I did on craniosacral therapy and it's just two holds. And some people say, Karen, that was so great. Can you do more? But out of responsibility, I can't, or I, I won't for most the most part. Um, I give you a couple of holds that you can do uh, yourself to your child at home. And I used to have to even do them to my child when they were sleeping or children when they were sleeping at night, because you really want them to be staying still. And the reason uh, that I just mentioned that you don't want to, I didn't want to do a whole bunch of different holds is that craniosacral work is for experts. It's a very delicate type of work. And I will link to how you can find an expert in the show notes today, which will be at naturallyrecoveringautism.com forward slash 141. But the craniosacral work can be very, it's very generally very effective, uh, but you need to be able to do it very gently and, and know a lot of things when you do it. So the, the craniosacral video that I'll link to in the show notes has me talking you through two holds, one of them, especially the one on the temporal bones, which is the ear pull one you'll see me do. That is very, very delicate. Listen to my instructions in that video when you do it on your child, but done correctly and gently as you will it can be very helpful in calming your child down. I used to have parents come to me, come they bring their children back and they'd say, oh my gosh, my child is so calm after they see you. And so craniosacral therapy can be wonderful again, because a lot of things can be out of balance. The temporal bones, as I mentioned, have a, are the ones around the ears. 
And they can have a lot to do with mood instability and anger. They also affect language and speech and the ability to understand words when reading and many other types of learning disorders. Head trauma, again, toxic damage, both of these things can actually cause underlying problems with the temporal lobes. So many temporal bones are imbalanced or many times temporal bones are imbalanced and that then the brain has different difficulty regulating the functions of the temporal lobes. And one of the best places to balance them again is with cranial sacral work. It can be very simple. Um, head injuries are very common. Even when you hit your head on say the kitchen cupboard or you have, you might notice days when you feel really clumsy, that can be because of a cranial bone imbalance. But the smallest accident on your head can actually cause quite a few changes. So don't, don't ever take a head injury uh, to be something minor. A craniosacral therapist could be excessively, extremely valuable to you. Um, for anything. And I highly recommend that parents get that, get a craniosacral session too, not only to learn about it, about the work and how fabulous it is because it's so relaxing, but you from the stress that you have in your life and everybody does, no matter what's going on in your life, stress, toxins, everything like that will cause those temporal, the, not just the temporal bones, but the cranial bones to go out of balance. So you want to experience how relaxing that can be. And it helps you gain trust in any type of a therapy when you've done it for yourself. Now, I also am always here to support you as a parent. And I know how stressful being a parent of a child with autism can be, and you deserve to have a craniosacral session. Okay. So Give yourself permission to give yourself time to go have one of these, experience them, the health benefits behind them. They also can flush a lot of toxins from the system and out of the brain, uh, away from the brain. So very important. Uh, another thing too, uh, serotonin imbalance. This is really common and 95% of the serotonin, which is a neurotransmitter or a brain messenger, and it's made in the gut. And what happens is that when we don't have enough serotonin being made in the gut, likely because the gut is not working properly, which we will talk about today. We know we talk about that a lot, but it's very, this is another reason why it's so important. Not only when you work with the gut, are you creating the stability for detoxification pathways, but you are also then helping strengthen the immune system because over 80% of the immune system comes from the gut, from that strength in the gut. And then also these neurotransmitters, serotonin, dopamine, we'll talk about in a moment too. These brain messengers are made in the gut. So uh, serotonin, for instance, is responsible for maintaining mood control, sleep regulation, and appetite, among many other things. And heavy metal toxicity and brain inflammation, excessive stress, and again, intestinal imbalances are just a few ways that we become deficient in serotonin. Now, all these causes are common in children with autism, really common. Symptoms associated with low serotonin levels in the brain are things like headaches of all kinds, whether regular or migraine, extreme fatigue, anxiety, aggression, ADD, carbohydrate cravings, including alcohol, lack of satiety with food, chronic pain, chronic fatigue, epilepsy, hyperactivity, insomnia, 
an ability to fall asleep or stay asleep, muscle twitching, restless leg syndrome, low pain tolerance, obesity and other eating disorders, obsessive compulsive disorder, hyperfocus, panic disorders, premenstrual symptoms, schizophrenia, seasonal effectiveness disorder, depression, and suicidal thoughts and behavior with, and can have night terrors. So you can see there's a lot of things that serotonin does for us. And children with autism are very commonly deficient in it. Now, wait, don't go away because I have some solutions to helping you build it too. But first I want to go through the causes and then we'll go through solutions. Another thing to be very aware of is liver congestion. The liver is our organ of detoxification and children with autism have congested livers. They're often even born with them that way. Their detoxification pathways also don't work well. And then the body becomes burdened by all of the excess toxins that the liver cannot process out fast enough on its own. And with it, when this happens, such as like a, a candida diet cleanse or even switching the diet and the bad bacteria dying off or further detoxification, and the liver can back up and it can't, it can't pass off these excess toxins because it's already overburdened. And then you'll see things like die-off symptoms, headaches, flu-like symptoms, fever, increased irritability, and increased anger in your child. So very important to understand that some of this can be from the liver backing up and a need for toxin support and liver support. So it's very more than likely that your child's liver is congested. It's the first organ to support in every recovery process. The liver has many diverse functions. It's the main organ of detoxification, as I mentioned. It builds and supplies nutrients, enzymes, and hormones to cells, and directly affects growth and functioning of all cells in the body. If the liver cannot supply these nutrients to the cells, the cells cannot perform the activities necessary to keep your body healthy. If the liver is congested, it cannot effectively remove the toxins from the body and do its many duties. Now, a lot, one of those I mentioned is hormones. Now, when somebody says they have a hormonal imbalance, my brain immediately goes to their, their liver is backed up. Liver equals hormones. So if you've got, you're going to notice this in a future episode, I'm going to do one on hormones because puberty, which we're going to talk about here in a moment too, is when a lot of parents will say, oh, my child, this was my story. My child was doing so well and things. And then all of a sudden, they, the boys, especially, they reach about age 13 and 14. All of a sudden they get really irritable, angry. They're, they're really hard to deal with. And you're thinking, what is going on? Well, testosterone is a, the main hormone for boys, and they're just flooded with it when they're in puberty between the ages of nine and 15. It'll often start around the age of nine, but nine to 15 or 16, there's a literal flood in the male of the male hormone testosterone. And um, although females produce some testosterone, it's largely males who produce it tenfold during puberty. So this can really exacerbate the irritability and the anger issues. The dangerous effects of heavy metal toxin mercury are worsened by testosterone. So this is also a big issue to make sure that you do some heavy metal detoxification. 
because uh, it increases mercury's detriment on the brain, causing more extreme symptoms, the, the testosterone connecting with the mercury. So heavy metal detoxification is imperative. Now, you know me, I'm about natural and safe versions, and I will link in the show notes to something that I use. It's a liquid spray and super easy to use and extremely effective. Um, if you're coming to the masterclass, I'll be teaching soon. Or if you were there, you'll know that I also talk about how it is very important to do safe, natural heavy metal detoxification and what the ramifications can be if you use the pharmaceutical drug DMSA for heavy metal uh, detoxification. That can be very harmful because it actually allows for reabsorption of those toxins in the system as they're supposed to be being excreted. So you can end up with a whole new myriad of of a toxic overload being redistributed throughout the blood. So heavy metals, again, mercury, lead, aluminum, cadmium, they can increase problems with hormones. And then the heavy metals also cause anger. Mercury and lead are really known to cause anger. There's even a study that has talked about children who have people have people who have been found to be lead toxic. Um, not only were getting worse grades and when it was cleared, got better grades, but then they also uh, found that their anger episodes were just went away. And lead causes a lot of anger. So anger again with mercury and lead, heavy metal toxicity. So again, I'll link to the show notes to uh, natural and safe heavy metal detoxification and a podcast that I've done a couple of them in the past, which is very, very informative and helpful for you to know about. Candida overgrowth. Now, candida or yeast, um, we naturally have some of this growing in our body, but it's very common that it gets overgrown. And when it does, it crowds out the good bacteria that keeps us healthy and keeps our gut healthy. And it allows these big, nasty candida yeast infections to happen. And it can even become systemic throughout the whole body and the blood. Almost every child on the autism spectrum has candida overgrowth. It's often picked up from mom in the womb. And it's very common that we have them today, not only from processed diet, processed foods in the diet, but also from uh, sugar, a lot of sugars that we, we've eaten, maybe past antibiotic use. Uh, there are a lot of contributors to why candida can get overgrown. And again, overgrowth of it crowds out the good stuff we need to keep us healthy. And candida also becomes very toxic. It releases a lot of toxins being in your body and can be a major contributor to the development of the symptoms of autism. Candida imbalances hormones again, which we talked about already, also backing up the liver and causes adrenal stress. And an imbalance in adrenal hormones can impair the body's ability to grow and to recover from illness and injury. And this imbalance also disrupts the body's ability to build and utilize protein or to perform what is known as protein synthesis. Additionally, candida causes a lot of irritability and anxiousness, as well as behavioral problems, of course, decreased cognitive function, depression, headaches, earaches, chronic GI problems, food allergies, sinus issues, and asthma. It is systemic. This means it gets throughout, it's not just in your gut, it gets into your blood, it gets into your organs, present throughout your body, wreaking havoc in the tissues, the joints, the central nervous system, and in the brain. 
the GI tract is often damaged so severely by candida that holes have been created in the lining of the intestines by it. The little spores are like their babies, the yeast babies. So the spores have legs on them that bore holes through the intestinal lining. They're like little screwdrivers and it causes something called leaky gut because it's creating holes in the gut lining. So now it allows undigested foods and toxins to reach into the bloodstream without even being processed all the way through the intestinal system. And then of course, part of the allergy issue is that the immune system is doing what it's supposed to do. It sees these as toxic agents to react to. So then your child develops allergy, allergic responses to these foods when they once didn't have them before. And all, all the toxins, again, that flow from, uh, from these leaky gut and the, and the candida and everything, this is all getting into your brain, your child's brain and yours. Remember too, that most parents have a lot of the issues that, that their children do. So it's very important that you're also treating yourself. Now, some, for some people, you don't have a diagnosis of autism, but you might notice that you have a lot of these symptoms that I'm mentioning, or you might have uh, ADD or ADHD, or you might just have a lot of heavy anxiousness, trouble sleeping. Um, but there also might be siblings that have a lot of these same issues as well. Um, learning disorders are so common these days, and all of them really can be worked with and reduced and even removed and and people can get their lives back so that they can think clearly and be happy. And that's what we want. Be pleasant, right? Another one very common is Lyme disease. The scientific name of the bacteria that causes Lyme disease is Borrelia. And Lyme disease is caused by the bacterium Borrelia burgdorferi. Now, Borrelia is known to cause issues of rage. This is extreme anger, you might see. Uh, Lyme has multiple co-infections. Again, it is also systemic throughout the body, throughout the organs, the tissues, everywhere. Um, it gets into the intestines and makes the host intolerant of carbohydrates and develops a sensitivity to gluten and casein and sugar. And again, it can very commonly mimic the symptoms of autism. It's very commonly missed in most testing. So um, I, I work with it naturally in my mentoring program, but this is a really tricky one because so many people say, oh, I, my child got tested for it, but they didn't have it. Well, if they have the symptoms, I would go ahead, especially naturally to work with them because the, the thing is that antibiotics are very commonly not working properly on them. So you do need safe, natural uh, ways to utilize it. Uh, but just so you know, it comes from, if you don't, if you're not aware usually a tick bite. And some of these ticks can be as small as a poppy seed and go completely unnoticed. Lyme can also be passed from mosquitoes and head lice. So beware of school, but it also can be passed in utero from mom to child and through breast milk. So mom, if you have the symptoms, you might want to also uh, make sure that you're taken care of as well. Lyme infection does not leave easily and multiple systems are infected. Antibiotics alone have been very disappointing in the treatment of Lyme disease and autism and Lyme commonly coexist in one individual, a broad-based treatment, which affects all co-infections and assists the body on multiple levels as necessary. And this is really important because if you're not working with healing the gut, supporting the liver and detoxification pathways, all these things, then it can be really hard 
to, you know, you don't want to just go in and treat the Lyme, but not do all of these other things that we're mentioning need help as well. Cleansing candida, all of these things. Um, I will be talking about this in my masterclass this weekend. And it is something that I work with in my mentoring program. And I think it's very important that you're just aware of it as a parent of a child with autism, that these are multiple infections that in, that impact multiple systems of the body. It's never just one thing alone, right? I mean, just as we talked about the gut and the serotonin issues and how much that can cause with symptoms that alone, and that's just from gut, but then there's often these heavy metal toxins and other co-infections like mold biotoxins and Lyme disease and other things that are going on too. So always just remember that it should be a very complete A to Z program. Um, bipolar disorder is another one. Anger is very common in people with bipolar disorder. Although I'm an advocate of natural supplementation and remedies, bipolar disorder is one ailment that I have not seen respond to supplements alone. Um, it varies per individual and people from suffering from bipolar disorder often need the right medication to maintain balance. And um, along with that, some natural supplements like omega-3 fatty acids and higher doses and proper diet, of course, have all been known to be beneficial for these symptoms. And everything that I mentioned today, of course, uh, you know, with any supplement that I'm going to be starting to talk about, I want to make sure that you know that, that this is not to diagnose or treat. So of course, seek medical advice uh, when necessary. There are natural supplementations that can help calm. Um, if your child's already taking medications or supplements, it is recommended to definitely seek the advice of a practitioner who is educated in both. Now you want to make sure that somebody you see has knowledge in this because sometimes they don't know about the natural things, but a, the natural supplementation is known to be just as effective as prescription medications for many psychological disorders, such as depression, anxiety, and more. And, but the one thing is they are much safer, rarely with any uh, uh, little, if any side effects, uh, most common, most problems arise for people when they begin the pharmaceutical drugs or when they decide instantly to go off of them. So that can be, you know, pretty challenging too. You don't want to do that. You definitely need to remove uh, medications with the help of a very educated practitioner. Um, don't just stop them one day. That can be very dangerous. Um, I'm going to be linking to some things here in the show notes, some supplements uh, about um, things to help calm the system, but I've done a podcast number 136 in the past on seven tips to help create calm for children with autism and their parents. So I will also be linking to that in the show notes. Again, I'm always here to support you as a parent, as much as your child, because we need stress reduction. We need to take care of ourselves. Our children are depending on us. We want to make sure we're here and healthy for them as long as we can be. So you must take care of yourself as well as your child. One of the things going to be really helpful and it's very natural and very safe is something I, some elixirs I've come upon over a decade ago. Now, when I was in the research for, for helping my own son and, uh, and I, I scanned pretty much everything out there. And this was something, uh, these that I found, uh, vagus nerve, uh, the vagus nerve, I'll give you a background at first is very calm connected to uh, inflammation, immune system, metabolism, and emotional regulation. And I work with it a lot in craniosacral work, as you know, right at the back of the head, 
at the base of the skull where it meets the soft tissue. This area is very commonly uh, in chiropractic, it's called subluxated or moved out of balance, out of position during birth. So that is one reason, but there's some other reasons too, but uh, very commonly. And when that gets out of balance, then uh, it can pinch on the vagus nerve. Um, but the vagus nerve has a lot to do with regulating digestion and rest respiration. Um, and symptoms to look for can also be included with depression, anxiety, gut issues, and inflammation. Because again, the gut and the vagus nerve um, will connect. So they're, they're very important for this. You'll notice a really heightened stress response in your child, and it can actually become chronic. So I'll link in the show notes, there's something called vagus control signaling elixir that is excellent for calming the brain and reducing feelings of anxiousness and stress reducer elixir, which is also very helpful. Um, uh, you, even stress re reducer elixir used alone by itself can be really helpful um, any time of day and any time uh, you kind of can't overuse it. Another thing I love for uh, helping to calm that again can be used multiple times through the day for, you know, before school, before eating for picky eaters, before bedtime or anytime during the day when needed uh, is cannabis or CBD. So in an effort to find help for their children with autism, many parents have turned to the use of high quality medical grade cannabis or CBD. And I will link in the show notes to an interview I did with an expert on this. So you can gain further information for yourself because I'm all about educating. I want you to feel comfortable with anything you do. I've used CBD for years and I think it is just a fabulous product. Not only does it help calm, but it actually helps your immune system. It has so many health benefits uh, involved with it as well. But the, you know, those, those parents who had maybe resisted or people who had resisted, resisted using it in the past for stigmas attached to it have found new hope because for the treatment of these symptoms of autism, um, many parents have reported greater ability and focus and concentration, increased ability to handle emotions such as rage and fear, uh, and friendlier, more socially aware, increasing appetite, better sleep. Uh, a lesser known fact about children with autism is that roughly 50% start having seizures around the onset of puberty. The best news lately for this issue is that cannabis is a helpful solution for it, and it works for many individuals. So that's something to keep in mind too. Now I talked about serotonin already. So now I want to talk about a supplement and natural supplement and you can buy it at the health food store. Um, you always make sure, of course, with anything that you purchase, that it doesn't have any bad fillers in it. Uh, it doesn't have any uh, negative substances in it that your child might be allergic to. Uh, a person at a health food store, quality health food store should be able to help you. But um, that's the importance of having a, a good mentor, somebody who has done the work for you, because you just want to make sure that there aren't, again, any, any bad things in it. it's non-GMO, it's gluten-free, casein-free, all of those things. It doesn't have maltodextrin or, um, you know, rice or certain things that they, they throw in them sometimes. 5-HTP is, or also called 5-hydroxytryptophan is safe, effective, and in natural supplement that helps to build serotonin in the system. It's, a, it's as powerful as a prescription medications for depression, behavioral and mood disorders, and sleep disorders, but it is much, much safer. 
5-HTP also helps build pain relieving endorphins. And again, it's sold in most health, most health food stores and online, of course. Uh, for children, the dosage of 5-HTP can depend on their weight, commonly about four and a half milligrams per kilogram or 2.2 pounds per day is helpful. And twice a day is best and away from food. For non-pill takers, there's also a 5-HT powder that I'll link to just if in case you're looking for one. But, um, you know, I found that even though absorption is best on an empty stomach, when you first start taking this, it can cause a little bit of nausea for some people. So if you need to take it with a, a small bite of food or something to help, that, that that's fine. And that will go away with time. But uh, I just like to make sure that I mention that as well. Um, and uh, and it 5-HTP works so, so well that I know, uh, I know somebody who, people who have actually gotten off of antidepressant medications. However, you do not want to get, just stop them all away. Again, I've mentioned, it's very important to be working with an educated practitioner, um, to wean yourself off of anything and make sure that, you know, whatever choices you make are the right ones. Uh, and, uh, 5-HTP works so well, you don't want to combine it with medications either, because, uh, then you'll, you kind of have an excess of what everything's doing for you. Uh, L-tyrosine is an amino acid. Uh, it can be very helpful with depressed moods, focus, anxiety, um, when one needs a more flexible attitude and is also commonly used in Germany for depression instead of Prozac. When used with 5-HTP, it can be essential for those with insomnia and it's best to give L-tyrosine in the morning or early afternoon because if given at night, it can keep your child alert and cause trouble getting to sleep. Uh, again, best taken away from food uh, for best absorption. Uh, and for some characteristics, characteristics such as hyperfocus with oppositional behavior, it's often most helpful to give both L-tyrosine to build the dopamine and then 5-HTP with it to build serotonin. The balance of both is really needed in that certain situation. So I'll, I'll link to a couple of things here in the show notes, but again, everything you do is at your own discretion. This is not meant to diagnose, treat, or otherwise, and do seek, seek a medical professional when necessary. Um, if you have what's known as a PANS flare-up, pediatric autoimmune neuropsychiatric syndrome, it's where the immune system is actually attacking the brain. You'll see intense um, symptoms of, of obsessive compulsive disorder, clinginess, fearfulness. If your child's in a PANS flare up, and I'll, I'll link to a little information on that. I've done episodes on it in the past. Um, PANS is one of the co-infections of autism. If your child's in a PANS flare up, then it's best not to take L-tyrosine because it's common that in a PANS flare-up, your child has too much dopamine built in their brain um, because that's one of the things that happens during a PANS flare-up, excessive dopamine. Omega-3 fatty acids. Now these are fantastic. Um, they protect the brain and help to rebuild damaged areas. Uh, they're essential for health and the functioning of the brain and protect it. And deficiency in omega-3 fatty acids can help issues with um, well, helping to add in deficiencies will show issues with mood disorders and depression, hyperactivity, 
lethargy, memory loss, cell energy production. And they, it can also help with uh, the nervous system and improve cognitive learning ability. The neurotransmitters that are most affected by omega-3 fatty acids are dopamine, which often uh, affect motivation and drive and serotonin. This is also why omega-3s are significant when treating depression, anxiety, violent and aggressive behavior, and even schizophrenia. Again, these are not medical claims, but studies have been shown that this has uh, been the case. High quality omega-3 fatty acids that are free of toxins are important for brain function and brain protection. And dosages can really vary. Um, they can be anywhere from 500 to 2000 milligrams a day. Um, higher dosages may be necessary for those with extreme symptoms. So you can check with your practitioner on that. And I'll link to a very high quality product in the show notes today as well, because there are a lot of omega-3 products out there. Of course, there are a lot of products out there on the market, right? I have weeded through the 95% of junk out there that doesn't work or has bad fillers or poor absorption or all of that other stuff that goes on out there. And um, we did it down uh, to the 5% of the good things. That's, that's what I do. And also what I share in my mentoring program as well. Um, it's important to know that, uh, that there are quality supplements that can work and that you could be taking something that you think is a good product and, it, and you're not getting any results. And it could be because the product is poor quality or poor absorption. There are a couple of different things going on there too. Um, hopefully you've, uh, you're in my masterclass um, it, that I'm teaching soon. If not, be sure to get on the wait list for it because I wanna make sure that you do have the information that you need for your child and to help you on this journey. Homeopathy is another, another uh, great option. Homeopathy is very a very different concept to grasp and it's based on the law of similars this law states that a disease can be cured by a substance if that substance can cause in a healthy person symptoms similar to those of the disease. That's a mouthful, I know. But the word homeopathy means similar or to homeo and suffering pathy. So, home, so suffering, um, similar suffering. So a constitutional remedy will address the patterns of the entire individual. This is all about the physical, mental, and emotional aspects. And it's very common, a, a homeopathic uh, practitioner will need to, to do two, three, or even four tries before they get the right one, because they have to seek out. It's very, very individualized. Um, and I will uh, link to how to find a good homeopathic doctor uh, in the show notes as well. Also note that although 5-HTP and things like St. John's work, which again, I also use caution with, Although they're very helpful for most with anger and mood disorders, if anger and rage are severe, there may also be an imbalance in the temporal lobes of the brain. So check with your practitioner before using St. John's wort or 5-HTP or muscle tests before using them to ask if they're acceptable uh, because as they both increase serotonin levels, which can make symptoms of rage from temporal lobe imbalance even worse. So it's just important to know that. Again, as I refer you to a practitioner who is knowledgeable in these. Um, so I have also uh, written a piece on brain scans for autism and other neurological disorders, which I will link to in the show notes. And then if after doing a brain scan, also you happen to find that a temporal lobe dysfunction is the problem, 
then the combination of things like phosphatidylserine and ginkgo biloba and vitamin E, simple things can be really, really helpful. But of course, you know, anytime you're beginning anything new, a new, new supplement, you do it slowly. Uh, over time, you have to notice that natural supplements can take about up to three weeks to really start building naturally what they're there for, what, they're, what you're taking them for. So don't give up on them too quickly. The other thing is that you might be taking too low of a dose. This was something that I was doing uh, with my son uh, many, many years ago. I had him on 5-HTP and, and found out that yes, his body really needed it, but the dosage I had him on was too low and we increased it and it made a, a tremendous difference in his mood stability and his ability to be calm and much happier. And that's what I wanted for him was just more peace in his life and I know you want that for your, your child as well. And really for the whole family, you know, because these things can affect everybody. And of course I go back to diet because it's healthy diet is absolutely crucial. Um, multiple issues again, must be corrected. Chemical free foods are important. No monosodium glutamate again is known to cause anger. No food dyes again, more I'm going to link to, um, uh, some episodes I've done in the past on things around these, like how the foods we affect, we eat affect our brain, um, keeping the gut healthy, balancing candida, removing toxic heavy, toxic heavy metals, working with the underlying co-infections such as mold and Lyme. All of these can be helpful in reducing um, the anger and irritability and mood stability. And remember, it's not one thing ever. It's always a multiple and it takes time you know, this is a, a process that can take years over time to really get in balance for autism recovery, but we can have all of these things help. I've had parents tell me that within a couple of weeks on uh, the diet that I gave them and the transition that their child was became so calm and was sleeping through the night for the first time. I mean, that for the child and for the parents and the siblings, anybody in the household, that's huge you know, to, to have peace in your home again. So that's what I want for you. Of course, I'm going to link for you. If you don't have it already, my free foods guide, um, the top seven foods to avoid to help reduce these, these symptoms of irritability and create more calm and peace um, because these foods really do contribute. And in this PDF, I tell you more about why, not just stop eating these foods because I think the more education we have around something, the more likely we are to actually take action, right? Because you think, you know why you're doing it. And you become more responsible about like, well, if I eat these foods or my child eats this food, it's actually going to cause them more inflammation. They're, they're, they're going to feed the bad bacteria in their gut. It's going to make them worse. Their behaviors are going to worse. I don't want that for my child. I want them to be healthier. I want them to be happier. So, and because that picky eating thing, I know, I know I've been there can be challenging. But over time, as the gut heals and the toxins clear and these co-infections clear, all of these things help happen, then that picky eating gets much better. So as you look at the, the, free, the foods guide that I give you, also always remember to take your time, know that everything you're doing is going, if you're, as long as you're doing anything positive, it's going in the right direction and give yourself credit for it and watch your child and see what symptoms you notice that disappear or reduce and how much better they can be. That's also a lot of incentive to keep going forward, even when times get tough. And the free food guide link in case you, uh, you don't have it yet is naturallyrecoveringautism.com 
forward slash seven foods. It's just the number seven with no spaces and food. So naturally recovering autism.com forward slash seven foods. And that again, will be linked to you uh, for you on the show notes, as with many of the things I discussed on today's show notes, which will be at naturally recovering autism.com forward slash 141. So thank you again so much for being here, being a proactive parent and getting the resources that you need to help your child. Uh, I know it's a tough journey or it can be, and I hope that with my support, it can make it easier for you, a little simpler, and at least help you feel like you know that you're not alone. There are other people out there who have lived it, are living it, and there are solutions. That's key to always remember. So keep moving in the right direction. You're doing a great job. Thanks for listening. If this podcast episode has been helpful for you, please share it with others uh, that you know could who could benefit and also share it uh, on any of your social media and give us a, a kind comment on iTunes or Spotify or Podbean, all of our platforms, because it helps others to see that it, it's been beneficial and then they look at Uh, want to listen to it. And then it helps more people. So thanks again for what you're doing. I appreciate you and I'll see you soon.